Hello, welcome back to New Rockstars Debrief. I'm Eric Voss, and joining me today are Sam Basher. Hello. Maude Garrett. That's my name. And our very special guest, Yolanda Machado. She's a film critic Hi. and pop culture writer for outlets like The Wrap and Vice. Welcome, Hi. Yolanda. Hi, happy to be here. Thank you. Well, great <laughs> to have you. Today, we're going to be talking about the Stranger Things Season 3 trailer. We're also going to talk about the new Toy Story 4 trailer, some possibly fake footage for Avengers trailers, and a new Game of Thrones poster in which the Iron Throne comes to life? Or does it? Or does it? <laughs> um, also, don't forget that you can check our, uh, go over to our iTunes or the Himalaya app and listen to this episode in the form of a podcast. And if you do stop by, please rate and review us. We're actually trying to climb the podcast charts. We've been doing a pretty good job. Where are you we, at? Uh, where are we at? Do we have numbers? What? Wow. That's only 14 or 9 away from number one. We want to beat wow. Ellen, guys. Is Ellen at the top of the podcast charts? We got to oh, no. beat Ellen. We What's she talking Ellen. about? Not Endgame. Yeah. Not yeah, that yeah. much. Yeah. She's just dancing. I don't know how you can see her dancing on the podcast. Okay, we don't need to get personal yeah. here. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the only thing we need to get personal about is this Stranger Things trailer. Okay. Segway. Uh, forced. But, uh, okay, so this trailer dropped this week. It's for season three. If you remember, season one took place around Thanksgiving, Christmas, season two took place around Halloween, so this season happens around the 4th of July. We got a good old-fashioned 80s summer, folks. The trailer opens with Dustin returning home from summer camp. It apparently is Camp Nowhere, according to his t-shirt and hat, if you look at it. It looks like some kind of nerd camp, uh, hey. or, or computer camp, <laughs> math camp. nerd camp. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. this is the guy who came back and he looks like he's erecting a weather vane or a radio tower, so... Erecting <laughs> a weather vane? That's, yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, you need to, yeah, I was going to make a gross joke, but he's a kid. Uh, now, Steve has a job at the new Star Court Mall, uh, which is going to factor into a big role in this uh, season. Lucas has a girlfriend. Good for you. Eleven goes to the mall now, uh, just like Robin in uh, How I Met Your Mother. She goes to the mall. Uh, but now, for us fans of the show, Canada. things are, are still roughly the same. There's still monsters in this unluckiest Midwestern town of Hawkins, Indiana, uh, plus a great 80s soundtrack. Uh, there's two songs in this trailer. There's Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home, and then it, it blends into the Who's Bob O'Reilly, um, creating this whole idea of like teenage wasteland, fitting in with the theme of these characters are moving into the new teenager phase. Is the gang going to split up? Are they going to stay together? Are some of them getting girlfriends where other ones are just getting uh, radio Well, tires? how old are they now? 12? Uh, they no. got to be older than that, I think. They're, they're like 14. 13, 14. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 14, they were you're in trouble. They in the last one, I think. So they're 15, 14 or 15. Dustin, oh, you're in big trouble Dustin's now. Dustin's 21 now. So <laughs> where really were you, right. Maud? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never grew those teeth. Yeah. Where are those teeth? Uh, now, the big question people are wondering about, of course, is the new monster that shows up at the end of this trailer. It looks super oh, Cronenberg y and uh, uh, like, almost like John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, it's, it's really nasty. Uh, it's insect like, and it's insect-like. got really big legs sprawling out the side, but it then it's like got little legs. front pincers, which are like, yeah. take my strong hand, yeah. child. Do you guys a remember Tremors? Hand. It kind of looks oh. like the it's crap. Like, oh, it's like tongue. It's oh. like every 80s monster there was. Yeah. It's doing great. Rolled into one. Yeah. And, and a little bit slimier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a goop on it. Now, there's a lot of different theories about what this could be. It could be related to the Demogorgon. It does look like it has some kind of those inner rows of teeth. Uh, it has almost a similar horizontal uh, multi-arm shape as the Mind Flayer from season two, which is still alive. 
Hive, even though it's more, I would say, smoky or more Lovecraftian. Um, here's the theory that I'm going with. If you look at this uh, trailer footage, you see some of Billy, uh, and he's the new, like, uh, sex pot um, uh, Rob Lowe St. Elmo's Fire uh, he almost hooks up with uh, Mrs. Uh, Wheeler that's uh, right yeah, he, yeah. Uh, there's a shot of him working as a lifeguard uh, because everyone in the 80s in, when Did they weren't at the ball they were in the pool vibes from that one? Oh, definitely. oh my god Wendy <laughs> Pepper was Wendy her name Peppercorn? is it Peppercorn I think so or Peppercorn right. Peppercorn yeah. yes I yeah. knew uh, <laughs> that now problematic scene the uh, <laughs> but <Wow>. what's he's <laughs> uh, he gets this nasty bite on his arm you see him uh, in the showers and it's really gross beanie looking infestation infection uh, and there are episodes entitled The Bite that's late in the season but early in the season there's an episode called The Missing Lifeguard he's getting bitten he's getting bitten but by whom well we see this girl uh, I believe she's a new character named uh, Heather she checks him out before Miss Wheeler checks him out uh, and we see her in another shot it looks like it's the same character getting sucked into the upside down like in the, the sunken place kind of abyss hey real quick thank god it's not Will again can that guy catch a break yeah, this season I, can he just yeah. have fun and not be like traumatized the well, entire time. Well, it doesn't look like time. it's raining inside his house. Yeah. He's crying over pictures God. of yeah, his friends. It looks like he's Will. not great. He's yeah. better. He's I have better a theory than about starving it. to death he's alone. He's a, a foot shorter <laughs> than Finn because it's like he's been stunted emotionally and this physically for those two seasons. Yeah. Um, well, what we're thinking is that oh. this other lifeguard girl might be the barb of this season. You know, the early in the season uh, um, uh, sacrificial lamb, right? And out that maybe after getting sucked in this place, she returns, maybe hooks up with Billy, infects him. With this in, like bite, maybe, and turns him into this infestation that turns him into that big nasty monster that we saw. And they could be going in to check in on Billy at the hospital, and then he morphs into this like carpentery, uh, Cronenbergy thing. And the reason I have Jake Busey up there, other than I think Jake Busey's awesome and totally unhinged, if you look at his uh, <laughs> his chest there, it looks like he has a similar bite, like kind of a bloody bite mark. There could be another, he could be another person who's uh, infested with this thing. And that could be the type of monster we see, as opposed to some interdimensional it's thing. It's a pretty good way to get rid of unlikable characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going out the worst possible way ever. It looks I'm like sorry, he, that's the worst way to go? No, no, at least you get to terrorize and like I, that's a pretty sick way to go. I feel the like worst the is Barb's is, way to go, which is just Barb's just gone. Forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> and you no didn't no exist. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Your friend ignores you and then you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> and then you kind of have a brief season two subplot where they try to investigate what happened, but then it just turns to be set up for shipping <laughs> at the end of the season. Right? That's all it really was. Um, well, there's like a lot of different ways to look at this. I think the idea of characters transforming into something else as opposed to fighting some other external threat is a new way that they haven't gone yet. And I think that could be a fun thing to explore. Yeah, see, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking that we've gone from the Arcadia in season two to Vaporwave this time around, and that aesthetic is sick. I'm really on board with uh, teens summer fighting monsters. Also, I mentioned Tremors earlier, but we're kind of on the same trajectory where it was like, Big monster, scary one. Then little ones that ran around. Super cute. <laughs> third one, they fly. We're gonna get a flying one. This one, that's what happened. I watched that sci-fi original movie, and it's not good. But I've watched it. Well, I think uh, we're. I mentioned the, the Star Court Mall. The final episode of the season's titled "Battle" or "Showdown at the Star Court," uh, and I love the idea that's of like great. setting this in a mall. It reminds me of that "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episode where they like it's in a mall, but it's inside a video game. But they shot it in a mall. This oh. idea of like using a mall as a setting for a final battle, like a almost that that kind of like nerdy battle, there it's was, perfect for the '80s. There's a really terrible '80s B movie where it was 
monster well robots got taken over by something and they were like killing and eating things eating humans in a i wish i remember what it's called I but love i it. saw it as a kid and it stayed with me forever <laughs> <laughs> but it's terrible so it's definitely and i grew up in the 80s so everything happened in a mall if you weren't at the mall you didn't exist <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. It, is online shopping like your favorite thing in the world now though I, I still miss going to a mall. Oh, no. <laughs> Shopping center. Shopping center. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's weird how we feel sad that malls are disappearing, but like <laughs> that, the fact that malls were a new thing in this in this '80s era, it seems to be a, a subplot of this new season. We see a bunch of protesters saying like "Save Hawkins Downtown," uh, like repeal the mall or something. I think a lot of the small businesses of Hawkins are worried that they're going to go out of business with the creation of this new Starcourt Mall. That's cute because yeah. their biggest thing they're protesting is the new mall instead yeah. of like a portal to like right. hell opened up yeah. like yeah. Psst, you got bigger problems yeah, guys like, I know we can't tell you about it but it's like this is such small potatoes like this stuff doesn't matter but fine go ahead well, and protest it hey here's my theory on this what if they're part of the same conspiracy right what if the new Starcourt mall is being built on the grounds of the Hawkins Energy it. Lab and they're really it. also protesting the fact that they're trying to cover up this it. conspiracy by putting a mall on top of it then we get into some poltergeist Cindy and Barry ground oh, territory yeah, yeah. and, and also like Buffy happening. on top of the helmet yeah, on the helmet yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure oh Eric screw you because if that doesn't happen I'm going to be sorely upset and disappointed Man, everything happens at the mall everything oh, happens at the mall gang watch out lots of stuff happening at the mall really excited about that you get like that feel of like a little bit more budget like there's like, like yes. we, we made a joke but it was like oh more extras but like the CGI like <laughs> looks legit like in season two it was definitely like a step up from season one but with like this like tomato exploding in a microwave monster coming out with all of its teeth coming out of every <laughs> hey. arm. It's like, it's, I love it. Like, I love this. And I'm so excited to see. I'm sorry, but microwaving tomatoes is actually really quite frightening. It, so <laughs> if you don't mind. Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of respect, eating please. these tomatoes and experimenting on them. Hey, do you think Billy's going to make it out if he does go inside out? No, he's done know. for. Mm. No, yeah, I no. hope he is. I didn't like him. I didn't like him either. He was a fun one to watch. I think the only fun thing about his character was with his hair. Mrs. Wheeler and the mom, <laughs> or the and the hair. Um, My favorite thing about this though is that we don't really have to speculate because as soon as it's out, you just binge it in one go. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not cliffhangery. That's right. You just press next. Yeah. And Are I you still watching? Hell yeah, I am. Netflix. I think that's my my kind of concern with these seasons. We were talking about this before the show, that like because the Netflix model is they give you all the content all at once. You watch all eight episodes, you talk and then about you it wait for like two weeks. yeah, you wait another year and a half before the next season comes out. It took me a second. I had to like remind myself of all the other all the mm -hmm. characters' names, especially the new ones from season two. It's like I don't. I love this trailer. I think they did a really good job. If it wasn't as exciting of a trailer, I don't know if I'd be as excited for season three. What are the yeah. names again? That being said, though, yeah, I don't remember. Damn, they make a Will the Eleven. They make a really, uh, Mike, really good trailer. Lucas, yeah, I Dustin. like this trailer a lot. I'm yeah. in. I'm great in. music, Woo. great editing for sure, uh, and lots of fun Easter egg references to past seasons. He has a fair Farrah Fawcett hairspray that Steve told him to use oh, for his new hairstyle. Yeah. He sprays in uh, Lucas's face, and uh, on the mixtape that he listens to at the beginning is a uh, it says Will the Wise on it, which is like a reference to his D and D character. wizard character that he yeah. played. Yeah, who so. was very proficient in. Fireballs. Fireballs. Yeah. Because that's what yeah. my D&D &D character would do. 66 damage, guys. 
That's the Nerd Crack Cycle! natural 20 as we move on to our trivia question this week. I just got uh, new dice as well. Ooh. So uh, Maud's going to ask her a question. The loser, as always, will have to join the GIF of Shame Society. Alrighty, trivia questions this time. Please select your cards and pens for, to fill out your questions in an appropriate and timely manner. Thank you very much. This one is, which 80s movie spawned six sequels and a TV series? All right, all of our answers are here in the bucket. As always, we'll reveal the answer at the end and see uh, what movie in the 80s spawned six... Uh, six seasons in a movie or six movies in a season? Six movies and a TV series. Six yeah. sequels and a TV series. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, before <laughs> we uh, continue, we wanted to give a quick shout out to this week's sponsor, Care Of. Care Of is a service that makes and delivers personalized vitamins. With Care Of, it's super easy to be a good boy or girl and take your vitamins. Now, I've been taking mine for a while now and it's been great. They come in these convenient little packets so you can uh, barely have to think about it. And you know what? I, I feel pretty great. Uh, wasn't phased at all by, by whatever was just happening. Now, uh, you start by taking an online quiz where they ask you about your diet and your goals. They put together the exact right vitamin concoction for you. And they've even got an app that lets you track your progress and earn rewards for remembering to take your vitamins. Good for you. They also have vegan and vegetarian options available if that's your thing. Take advantage of this special offer available through the end of March for 50% off your first month of personalized Care Of Vitamins. Just go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Rockstars50. Again, that's TakeCareOf.com and Rockstars50 for half off your first month of vitamins. Woo. Gosh, I hate how funny I think I am. <laughs> uh, well, Sam, what else uh, did we learn of this week? Buckle up, kids. Because we got some news. This week, people are revisiting something the Russo brothers said on a podcast shortly after Infinity War came out. Now, here's the full quote. Buckle up. We look at the trailer as a very different experience than the movie, and I think audiences are so predictive now that you have to be very smart about how you craft the trailer because an audience can watch a trailer and basically tell you what's going to happen in the film. Interesting. We consume too much content. So at our disposal are lots of different shots and that, are, that aren't in the movie that we can manipulate through CG to tell a story that we want to tell specifically for the purpose of the trailer and not for the film. What? The too long, didn't read version of this is they put fake stuff into trailers on purpose. Is that because of what outlets like... Who, uh, who, uh, who, who do you think that? That that put that things apart or predicts, predicts yep, yep. things? I've never seen them. Yep, to yep, the yep. point. Not I don't aware, know what they're talking about. Oh, not a clue. But yeah. we already kind of knew this because of who we are, of course. And that, <laughs> we uh, predicted this would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, here. And, and you guys probably did too with the shot of the Hulk running in Infinity War. Mm-mm, yeah, it wasn't trailers. in the movie. Not movie. It wasn't there. The reason we're all talking about this now is because people are starting to wonder which shots from the Avengers Endgame trailers are fake. One popular theory is the shot of Tony wearing the white and red suit with his peeps. He's hanging out with him. He's walking through the terminal, doing a uh, catwalk. What do you guys think? <laughs> he's Any dead. other ideas? You think he's is dead? he dead? He is he dead it. during this scene? Um, but they put him in there so that you wouldn't be like, why is he missing? He got, I don't Robert think he's Downey dead. Jr. gets you in seats. <laughs> Yeah. You have to show him. His face is always the biggest on the poster. Pull it up. Look at that. Wow. Massive face. Thanos is bigger, but he just have half a profile. Oh, That's man. Big... Can we just... Look at him compared to Ruffalo. Can we just have a little moment to appreciate Karen Gillan just for a second, guys? Oh, like, a little, look at the... Yeah. Come in. Get close. A little waste again. of parts <laughs> down there. She is. Yeah. Rockets down below. <laughs> okay. Chris. I think I think uh, the Russos are full of crap. And uh, here's why. He's below. He's you know below. what they he's also the, said? He's right Shortly. Here. I'm just going to keep plowing forward. They also <laughs> said that... 
Endgame was not the title of the movie in uh, June when when some cinematographer on the movie put it on his online resume. Aww. I worked on Avengers Endgame. Everyone's all had freaked out. We did a video about it, and then they said, "Oh no, it's not Endgame." So I and like that, that they do never this. Worked yeah. again. Yeah, it's good that they're throwing a doubt and causing speculation. We don't want anything confirmed for sure. Well, we know things that are already happening after this movie, so mm-hmm. let's try and you know enjoy this as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that they're being cagey. If they need to show some stuff to kind of you know get people excited, yeah. tease a little bit, I get it. It's foreplay. It's important. But, I you love know. that they do it constantly because I remember yeah. during the press tour for Infinity War, they said anybody who's dusted stayed, is going to stay dead. And then they revisited. Somebody asked them again, like a, maybe a few months ago or a year ago. I forget what. But it was like a QA. and a And they're like, oh, no, we, we don't know who's dead. And it's like, right. but you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, can't you take made them me for very upset by saying that. And yeah. now you're taking it back? I don't think so. <laughs> I would stick to your word. I think we're right to be skeptical, especially with that big group jog and shot at the end of Infinity War trailer with Hulk's in Hulk form in Wakanda running. Mm. There are some theories that that could be a shot in Avengers Endgame and they put it in there, you know, <laughs> but we'll no, see yeah, that. they recorded it by then? Uh, they shot him at the same time. Yeah, oh, yeah. They did, but they keep okay. using the same promotional photo of Hulk. Have you seen that since Ragnarok? He's always just like, Oh yeah. Look at that photo. So it's like, and it's the same one that's on the cover of Empire, and it's the same one that's on the poster of Infinity War. It's the same exact pose. Um, so maybe. And oh, and there was that toy of the Hulk bursting out of the Hulkbuster suit, hulking out of it. That never happened. Either. Well, speaking of toys, they have said that like 99% of what you see in toys are wrong because they were asked about the white armor. And then, sure enough, the next trailer, it, it, that must have been one of the 1% of things. And, like, I, I think they do say these things. We, I mean, I, they're playing this kind of, like, uh, wild goose chase with us. And I think it's fun. We'll play along. But, like, I, I don't think we're necessarily confirmed. Like, it takes a lot of effort and budget to CGI and VFX everything, to VFX people's faces on things. Just sprinkling it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, uh, if you want to put I, I do, I understand what they're saying about, like, treating the trailers like they're their own separate thing because I like movies that do that. I, I, the uh, social network Nothing's more disappointing than watching the trailer and being like, well, I just saw the movie. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, they're doing a very good job trying to, like, hold back as much as possible and really just kind of pull at your heartstrings because at yeah. 22 movies in you're you're seeing it this is the 23rd oh goodness the 22nd it's 20 this is 22. 22 captain marvel is 21. there you go yeah. um and it's it's just like yeah we we're invested we're gonna do it all they yeah. have to do is just kind of say a few key lines and we're there i kind of like that they're reflecting back instead of looking forward mm-hmm. i like that i thought that was a smart thing to do yeah. they did do a little bit of that for infinity war there was one trailer that was great where it was thanos had his hand up closed the fist and it like it dinged or made a snap or whatever and then it started playing like key moments from every trailer of every movie leading up to it and it was like uh, oh sick of this all leading to this and now yeah. they're doing it again because you have to it's yeah. the right. end it's the end game it's, the end it's game. literally the end right. game uh, but yeah I mean if anything like you saw Ant-Man jump over a pencil like maybe that's sick pencil jumping yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to a new little thing called Pitch Me we haven't done one of these for a little oh, while right. but what we're doing with Pitch Me uh, is basically I'm going to set these guys a task and they're going to pitch me an idea and you guys can join in too in the comic comments so this week we learned that the mcu movies from phases one two and three so everything from iron man to avengers endgame is going to be known collectively as the infinity saga mm. so today we're bringing back pitch me and with this one i want you guys to pitch me names for the next phase or phases oh. of the mcu so to give you a little bit of inspiration and time to think i'm going to remind you that phase four is going to start with spider-man far from home and is going to include black panther 2 captain marvel 2 Doctor Strange 2, me too, 
and Guardians of the Galaxy 3, the Eternals movie and some of the um, already announced uh, Disney Plus shows will be in that as well. So we've got the Infinity Saga. What is the next phase with the MCU going to be? Or phases? Mm. Who's got one ready? I do. Go, Eric. Um, Okay, well, here's the idea. So the Infinity Saga refers to the Avengers storyline. That's a connective tissue throughout phases one, two, and three. It doesn't necessarily refer to Spider-Man Homecoming or or what Doctor Strange was. Well, that did have an Infinity Stone Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. But not all the movies connected to an Infinity theme. That's just like the main thing we remember this era as. So what will we remember the next era of Marvel as? Well, they're getting access to the X. Men, right, yeah. so I think a lot of these other stories will will come out, but they may not tie into the uh, existence and the evolution of X Men into the Marvel world, and I think that's going to dominate the the next era. I think Kevin Feige is going to figure out the way he wants to tell these X Men stories, get different directors, maybe focus on some different characters who aren't Mystique, and uh, uh-huh. she's played a weirdly big role in or all the Wolverines. I mean, yeah, yeah. Or Wolverine, well, yeah. Like you got it. Wolverine's guy. a big guy, but Cyclops I mean, short, has never been done like, justice. I feel like in these X Men Gambit. Movies. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Yeah. It's just a matter of time. The yeah. pieces gotta come together. It's yeah. so close. So I think the next phase might be the X Generation or Generation X or Ooh. something with X in the That's title. That's funny because I was thinking, I'm like, it's gonna be something like the new class or the new yeah, kids yeah. because everybody's brand new. They're introducing more female characters, more diverse characters, um, and I'm pretty sure in Endgame we're gonna say goodbye to a lot of our old favorites mm-hmm. um maybe just have them appear as cameos or mentors further so it's similar i'm not sure how much they're going to incorporate the x-men or at least the x-men as we know it right now mm-hmm. um and it'll be interesting to see especially considering that fox property is deadpool and disney is definitely not doing r-rated right so it's kind of wide open, but similar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like when moving forward, there we mentioned this in a previous segment, or I, I did it, is that the, there are 22 movies in, they can trust their audience, da da da. You can't. I don't know if you can keep doing that. Like I know it's like this is like basically these are like a this is a season of a show, and if you're watching the finale, we, they kind of expect that you've watched enough to know what's happening. Like mm-hmm. it's not. I mean, I, I can't really feel bad for you if you had questions after Infinity War, like who's the guy in in Africa? What's that guy? And it's like that's your fault if you don't know what that is. And I feel like you need to kind of do. I like the idea of reintroducing. I like that idea, and also since we're playing with time travel a lot, when it oh, like a why? lot of the theories for this movie are time travel. Wh- what I would say is a fun enemy that you could throw in there is Kang, oh, and yeah. uh, Kang is like a time traveling like he's like a he's all like he's lived throughout all of history, depending on which book you're reading. That also could be a lead into a younger team of Avengers, like the Young Avengers, um, which is a really cool character as well. When it comes to the name, though, I maybe. I like back in time, and now no one's gonna use that one. But then you can play the Huey Lewis song basically <laughs> the whole time, and I power bluff, throwing a DeLorean somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll buy that soon. Give them time. Give them time. They're gonna Disney buy. Disney will own everything. Yeah. <laughs> or like Galactus would be a cool one. As yeah, like a big bad. that would be a you cool one. Like Galactic one. era or something. Ooh. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just gonna throw my hat in because if, it, if you know, the more guesses, the more likely someone's gonna be right. So uh, the fusion phase. Oh. they're fusing. Oh, mm. uh, sure. Yeah. Fusion phase. That's uh, all I got. Yeah. Mine. Wind, activate, <laughs> yeah. form of pale of water, form of hawk. Yes. That's a fusion. That's the only fusion I can have. Oh, no. Dragon Ball Z fusion between oh. go But I also wonder if, because we knew tracks. that the Disney merger was happening, if anything's going to happen in Dark Phoenix later this year, that yeah. might It has been delayed like three times. Five billion times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, what uh, do you think? Let the comments uh, fire up there. 
Yeah, yeah tell I us mean, what you, gonna what you gonna think it will be and maybe what you want this next era to be defined by in the comments below. Let us know. Um, well, another <laughs> new trailer came out this week, the Toy Story 4 trailer, and it suggests that this movie might have some pretty intense, deep themes for a kid's movie. Seriously. Uh, it gave us a better idea of the plot. It seems to like it's going to focus on Forky, uh, a toy that uh, Bonnie made in school, and it's made out of a spork and some arts and crafts supplies. It's going to be voiced by Tony Hale. Uh, and the question <laughs> oh, here... That's is whether is. or not Forky is in fact a toy. He doesn't define himself as a toy. He's a, a food uh, silverware. Utensil. <laughs> yeah. To be used and thrown away. Yes. Uh, disposable. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't want to be a toy and he oh, does view wow. himself as disposable <laughs> and in this trailer he jumps out of a moving RV. I didn't that's, even really piece that part together. I thought he was just trying to kill himself. He's like, no, that's how he wants to exist. He wants to be used one time and then thrown away. He served his purpose. <laughs> and get fined for littering. Come on. Uh, now we also see the return of long lost character Bo Peep. She didn't exist in Toy Story 3, we all thought she suffered some horrible death because there was a line where it's like, right, we lost Bo Peep as well. Incinerator, probably. But no, she's still alive. Uh, and she's uh, she presents a very tempting alternative lifestyle, partying it up with a bunch of other lost toys, oh. opening Woody's eyes that maybe you don't need to be attached to one specific human named Andy who uh, branded his name on your foot. Uh, maybe you can have a, a more free lifestyle. Uh, my question for you guys, where do you think we're going with this? So Forky literally asks, why am I alive? And let's not forget the context of that Tim Allen quote that we saw where he said, this is going to blow your mind and you're going to sob and want to jump out of a moving RV. No, he said that he could barely say any of his lines. And uh, Tom Hanks predicted it would be uh, remembered as a, quote, moment in film history. Uh, as This is a guy who's been in several moments in film history saying mm -hmm. that Toy Story 4 will be the one to change it all. So what the hell does this when mean? When are they going to change it? To all the toys in the theater that you bring with you will come to life. They will turn to you and they will say your full Christian name and their eyes will light up. Yeah. <laughs> and you will swap places with them. They'll take over. Yeah. I, I mean, have no idea. They do have those creepy little toys in the corner over there, so who knows? Maybe. Yeah. My goodness. The dummies. This the, is the nightmare fuel. Shout out to Slappy for for the goosebump fans mm. out there. No. Yeah. Night Slappy's of the Living. Return. Yeah. Bright of Slappy. That's not what it is. Bright of Slappy. <laughs> Bright Wait, of Slappy. Is this is this gonna be affectionately known as Toy Story Folk? Ooh. Why didn't why wasn't that the name? Toy Story 4. Get fucked. It's like the room screen. Fuck you. You throw sports. Safer. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people talk about how they changed Andy's face and how that freaks them out because now he actually looks like a human as opposed to like a PlayStation 1 generation character. He looks like the baby doll head with the crab claws. He looks like that, but he has the hair on him. Right. There is actually nightmare fuel in every single one of the Toy Stories so far. Every Pixar movie. Yeah. They're almost cooked alive in the last one yeah. <laughs> that's, a, like, that's a rough one they accept death. oh it's crazy i like i i have my daughter's 11 now so she's grown up with a lot of the toy story movies and it's she she just grasped the concept right away so this whole like existential thing she's been asking me about death and life since she was like three or four years old so i'm like yeah this fits my nephew keeps whispering we're all gonna die but he just does that just to, he does that because he knows it makes everyone uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> he also stares a lot yeah love you you're great you're not gonna be watching this there's cursing don't watch it go to bed go to bed um i honestly like it's it's an interesting concept the what? idea that like we've all like We've made toys. Everyone's made a toy, or they've made like they've drawn something, and it mean it meant a lot to them. So that's a fun idea. But it almost feels like a step too far, where it's just like it doesn't want to be alive, or it understand it grasps that it was a thing that was inanimate that didn't have a meaning. I mean, it had a meaning. 
It's like, you know, okay, here we go. In Deathly Hallows, you're not supposed to actually bring anyone back from the dead because they're never truly alive. So it's like, you just don't mess with that. It's that kind of thing where it wasn't, you know, inanimate. And now it's like, I have this thing and this life that I didn't ask for. But well, then where does it, where's the begin and end for the toys that are molded in like their sewn clothes? You know, like mm. those are other products used to make something else. And they use like a lot. Well, it's called Toy Story because there's going to be an end to this. You think with the story, you think the story. Third, it should have ended. Walking Dead's a story, and Robert Kirkman never wants to end it. (laughs) (laughs) Neither does AMC. That's the story in the title, guys. Yeah. I, I'm still getting over the fact that you said that we were never truly alive in Deathly Hallows. I'm going to be haunted by that. For Is that why like humans were never living? So we never really die? What, <laughs> oh no, dead what did I just hear? Dead people who come back are never really alive. That's, yeah. yeah that's you can't way. completely bring someone back from the dead and they resume their normal living life. I thought you were saying that all the wizards in Harry Potter are dead. That's also the plot for Pet Cemetery. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super excited about that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, I saw that trailer and I was... Oh. I have seen it. Ooh. Oh. Ha. I, um, Speaking of resurrection. There we go. Oh, <laughs> there we go. White Walkers, am I right? Yes. That's right. HBO has released an official poster for the final season of Game of Thrones. Now, for our podcast listeners, we're going to describe it for you. It's basically the, uh, you know, the Iron Throne with all the, the swords poking out. But when you scroll down, it kind of fuses with the head of a dragon. <gasps> oh. So it's kind of like all in one, encompassing. It's basically the most important things <laughs> Game of Thrones together. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, tell us, uh, does this say anything about the final season? Does it suggest that a Targaryen will sit on the Iron Throne? Mm. Or is it that the throne isn't very comfortable? It's not really? comfortable. <laughs> it's That's not. what I'm reading? It's, a, it's an ouchie. <laughs> it's like dragon skills. That they don't look comfortable to ride as the throne doesn't look comfortable to sit in. There's, you know, No, it, it means if you've got the dragons, you have the throne. Come on, guys. Right. Well. So who's, if it's, it's a throne in and of itself, the back of a dragon. It's, I'd take that oh. over a, a stupid oh. throne in the south. Hey, we talked about a theory last episode or mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Last week. The idea that uh, the Night King might uh, divide his army. He'll go south. South to King's Landing, uh, convert all the Golden Company, and march north with the power of the Iron Throne uh, and his new queen, Cersei, and attack the the forces of men up in the north. So maybe that's what they're saying here. This, even though it's got red eyes, not blue, this could be uh, meaning a dragon is coming from the same place the Iron Throne is. Hey, I'm reaching, yeah. Yeah. but I'm grasping. See, I don't think he would need to separate because he now has a dragon. Mm-hmm. Remember from the last, so fly. he could just send the dragon. That's, oh, by itself? <laughs> and, like, yeah. Peace, I'll be back in two days <laughs> with yeah. everyone dead. Right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were making a comment about the number of swords, though. Oh, yeah, cool. like the scales, the little spikes that are sticking up from the dragon. There's actually seven ah. at the very top, yeah. which mm. represent the seven kingdoms, I think. The but... seven kingdoms? The, the light of the seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, or is Yeah, the father, the mother, the, ni- the mm-hmm. warrior, mm-hmm. the... Smith, the oh, Craven, the stranger. Yeah, yeah. The stra- there's uh, a stranger yeah. in them. Right. There's a stranger. There's always a stranger. Stranger things that um, happened. Yeah. It goes from, se- and they look like swords. So maybe, and then at yeah, the bottom, you see two that are very much swords. I yeah, can't really tell what's the... on them. This is Jon Snow and Daenerys. Okay. They're, they're definitely house symbols. One of them, it looks like a cross. The other one is a cross, and the other one looks like a, like a flower being mm-hmm. blown. I'm not well-versed in my uh, house sigils, but I, oh, yeah. I do know that this, uh, yeah, this 
throne was forged by Aegon the Conqueror, like yes. The old and the new, And yeah. he forged it when he created the, the Westeros as a nation fusing oh, all seven kingdoms. They uh, describe that in season three of the show, and it's yes. um, Varys who tells the story, and it's Peter Baelish who says that that's actually quite embellished, and it's a bit of a lie. It's not right. 2,000 swords. It's barely even 200 swords. Rewatching is good. I'm paying attention to stuff. That's one of the best scenes of the show. The two of them. That's uh, the Chaos is a Ladder one. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene it's, it's of the show. A good, it's a good one. Yeah. Except I don't like Peter Baelish. Chaos is a ladder. You Chaos can climb is a ladder. It. That's yes. it. Okay, thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, well, what other news oh, do we learn? Oh, buckle up, week? kids, because we're hearing the Black Adam, the DC character that The Rock has been in talks to oh, play yeah. for ever will not appear in Shazam. That's a bummer, but will instead appear in his own movie before the Shazam sequel. That is weird. But next, Benedict <laughs> Wong confirms his Avengers Infinity War character Wong is alive and guarding the Sanctum as a replacement Sorcerer Supreme. Nice, good on ya. Rumor has it the upcoming Star Wars trilogy from Game of Thrones showrunners Benioff and Weiss will focus on the Old Republic mm. and heavy Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings vibe. Oh, Yes, not bad. But I'm also, about that. Uh, they, there's a, it sounds pretty interesting. But also interesting, Joe Russo's daughter Ava has a secret cameo coming up in Avengers Endgame. Some suspect that she may be playing Hawkeye's daughter as she's being taught how to you know, shoot arrows, mm. oh, archery, and whatnot. But yeah. it's unconfirmed. We don't okay. know. Yeah, I saw a side-by-side photo, and I was like, that's it, baby. She's a woman. This that's is, the same Hawkeye. But also this week it was confirmed that Danny DeVito was considered for the role of Detective Pikachu. He even went in red lines and they made a mistake. I like Ryan Reynolds in that Why movie. Did, that would have been amazing. That's Danny DeVito. That's, that's, I see that. That's Frank. That's Frank from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Oh my God, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Ryan Reynolds' voice is great, but the voice of Deadpool is not the voice they think of with, with Pikachu. No, I'm excited I, I for that movie. Of Frank Reynolds. Yes. <laughs> I can't unhear Deadpool though. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. kind of the issue, yeah. Mm. Now he's got everything. But speaking yeah. of having everything, the Disney Fox <laughs> merger is now yeah. complete. That's right. Mickey Mouse and Bart Simpson officially live right in the same studios. Crazy time right now, huh? Yeah, singularity's uh. beginning. Uh. <laughs> Drink up. <laughs> we will be one. It's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, hey, X-Men are on their way, right? Pretty yeah. exciting. But Yay. I think it's time for the uh, lightning round. Yeah, so we have it up on the, uh, the prompt here. Oh, Ooh, weather's looking kind of Oh, crazy. it's on the prompter this time yeah. around. Oh, goodness me. Yeah, it is a lightning round. You guys tweeted questions. We've got some of them up on the screen. I'm going to fire them at my co-host. You have to answer them as quickly and without hesitation as possible. Are oh, you boy. ready? Here oh, we go, Yolanda. Yeah. You are up first. This one's Woo. from Ryan Hins 14 who said, if you could be one Disney animated character from your childhood, who would it be? Oh, God, Belle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always. Ooh. Forever. Easy. Yeah. Just don't get Stockholm Syndrome. Hey, Sam, <laughs> at Kanashiatsu Duo. Nailed it. Why'd you have to put a dark blue? That's what I'm blaming it on. Said, what was the stupidest accident you had as a child? Oh, I, I challenged them. When you guys tweeted out, I was like, I will say mo- the most embarrassing things. Uh, th- dumbest accident. <laughs> oh, oh. I, um, What'd you do? I, um... What'd you zip uh, your pee-pee or something? Mm, <laughs> What's going on? I, I think the first one that comes to my mind is that I cut my little brother's hair with some kindergarten scissors and then I blamed him for it. <laughs> That's not an accident. Accident? You knew what uh, you were doing. One time I got locked out of the house and told 100% and it was what was what, 100% well I was going to say so I got a curse word and I didn't want to uh, but it was I've said two lost already. on my clothes uh, they, they, you got naked? little poop in my pants and uh, oh. when I saw my mom in a different car pull into the driveway and I was like 
Oh, it's good for you. Next. Why did you do that? I, they were at home and I was locked out. So you waited. You had to do like, might as well. I did, I did, it was an emergency. Uh, you didn't get travel butt? Hmm? What's travel butt? Or travel ass? You can just It's like where it. like your body is just like, no, I will wait till we get back to the hotel. <laughs> that, that, not, that, that, I ran out you of time. Don't, that's what I get. Oh, Maud, at Anti-Human Jazz, it says, what's your favorite nostalgic smell? Jasmine's. These Aww. flowers that were at the holiday house that we used to venture out every single Christmas and every time I smell it, it's like, mm, yay. Aww. I'll have them at my wedding if I ever get married. Ha, kidding, I'm what eloping. Eric <laughs> at YouTube Critic 4 said, what Disney character do you think would work best in the Marvel Universe? Um, Tell the, us about your childhood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I would say Stitch. Stitch might work. Uh, or, or the Incredibles? Yeah, Incredibles, definitely. Oh, there yeah. are. They're called the Fantastic Four. They're the same character types. Think about it. Mm. Sam, you're up next with at Jonesy underscore 86. Rescue Rangers or Tailspin? Rescue oh. Rangers. Yes, good answer. Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale? We're paying for this music that we're singing. If you get dinged for that, cheers, Disney. That's a good one to get. Singularity. Eric, at... Marashino Terry says top three <laughs> ch Disney Channel original movies. Oh, sure. Uh, we'll start with Lizzie McGuire. It's amazing. Famous Jet Jackson, followed by uh, uh, Even Stevens. I would not have been able to answer that question. Some well, thanks for not asking. Oh, a, I, I know high school musicals. Oh, movies? Okay, well, Famous <laughs> Jet Jackson had original movie, but uh, those are my three series. Lizzie McGuire, also, I think they all got their original movies, too. Uh, okay, so we'll start with uh, Brink. Brink was amazing. Johnny Tsunami and uh, uh, Xenon Girl, the 21st Century. I've Ooh. never heard Zeus of it. Zeus Lapidus. Let's move on. Any of those except Lizzie yeah. McGuire. Yeah. At Someday Duck, for me, says, what was the first movie you saw in the theater? It was Aww. actually The Little Mermaid. Really? And then it was Hook. Mine was E.T. Oh, no. <laughs> Mine was Beauty and the Beast. They saw the that. only one I remember is Iron Giant. And that was not the first, but it's the one I remember. Oh, I cried well, a little. Well, you blocked out a lot. I blocked out a lot of embarrassing stuff. <laughs> a lot of locked out sides. I, I think watching The Little Mermaid first in the theater really messed me up because I can't date a guy unless he can look like Prince Eric. Anyway, Sam <laughs> at Tonogwan says, What's, well, what were your favorite toys? Mine were the Millennium Falcon and a truck that transformed into a racetrack for tiny cars. Oh, my Ooh, God. Micro Machines. No. Um, is that what it, they were? Did you get, it, get micro machines? I did not. I, yeah, I, was a, I was a beanie baby boy uh, through and through. Still <laughs> what? Am. Beanie baby what? boy. Yeah, beanie babies collect them. I have them in a trash bag and somewhere in my parents' garage. There They're or not something there. one They're day. Gone. It was a moose one and a tree frog. Oh, yeah. Wow. See yeah, that. You're a tree frog one. That was a popular one. Meanwhile, Maud's playing with Optimus Prime with the cannon shooting at the back. But yeah, cool. The frog you could make oh, yeah. jump really oh, lands like a frog. I don't get it either, guys. Yolanda, we've got one here from original Huggy who said first movie crush. Oh, this one's easy. John Cusack in The Incredible Journey of Natty Gan. It was like 1986. And he, I, I still have a big crush on him. Hi, John. Nice. <laughs> if you're watching, John, you know what to do. At <laughs> Tiger Lily Star wants to ask all of us what was the first video game you ever played and were you any good at it? Mm. Oh, yeah, I still play it. Uh, I'll do, go first quick. Uh, Joe and Mac was the first one my my brother would let me play, and but myself I played Pokemon Red because that was the first console that like my parents gave me. Uh, mine was the MS DOS, I think in like 1990 or 91, um, and it was a game called NetHack, and it had zero graphics. You were an at symbol, and you had to like just press your way around these dungeons, and your dog was a little lowercase d. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, I found it on emulator, and I play it all the time still. Nice. Oh, um, it's a dungeon crawl. Mine is really old. It was from like. A something called intelligence or atari and it was kind of like that what is that vert that thing oh, where pong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah i mean i, I was born in 1978 guys so <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like i got this yeah, 
Uh, no, I, so I, well, my, oh, oh, real quick, sorry. No, Mine, Super Mario Brothers anything. 3, I think, was the first one I remember. And I was terrible at it. Because I was a little kid. My older siblings had an old school Nintendo. And that everyone had Super Mario Brothers 3. That was oh, like... Yeah. Yeah, beep, and uh, beep, beep, beep. I wish I knew all the like my brother knew all the secrets. He crashed on on the white blocks, and you'd go behind everything because it's all a theatrical production. That's the the theory. That's the game theory <laughs> on that one, right? Sure. Yeah, it's a curtains. It begins with curtains. Oh. Yeah. just like yeah uh, <laughs> duh. Uh, okay well now comes the time for a 15 second shout out this is where each of us says 15 seconds to shout out plug ramble about anything they want Sam do you mm. got something yeah I've been working on a brand new project and you can find out more about it on my Twitter at Sam Basher wow that's super vague but I'm gonna use my time that way two weeks that's when it's coming out great can I ask a question mm hmm what is it it's new yep yeah that's fair you're welcome yeah. Um, okay, for my 15 seconds, um, April 5th, uh, two Fridays from now, will be uh, my third ever Darkest Timeline comedy showcase. Uh, Mod and Sam will be joining us. Sam, uh, Philip will be there, too. We'll have some special guests, maybe Nick Fury. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, check out the description for the ticket info on that. Uh, shout out to me. I'm still binging Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I'm, guys, I'm like halfway through se technically four seasons of it. I've finished, oh, nice. finished three and a half seasons. No, no four. I've, I've finished four and a half seasons out of, out of six, seven. So what, seven. what episode are you on right now? Crap. Uh, I've got one more before the Red Wedding. It's oh. <laughs> oh. a fun place so you're to still be. still on season three. Yes, but I've yeah. already <laughs> finished season six because I didn't think I'd be able to watch all of it in time. So I started oh. at six, smashed it in two days and went, all right, cool. I'm going to start back at one. And that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but I have to finish all of season one, Killing Eve in that time as well, because I'm oh, doing the red so carpet for season good. two. So yeah. I've got to fit that in as well. So guys, yeah, I don't have a life. So shout out to me because it's a, it's I'm sacrificing things. <laughs> I did that with Smallville, but voluntarily. Yeah, but that, that's scene, it's just like, no. It, it was, I'll <laughs> tell you, it was not as good. It's not as good as you the literally show Okay, going, Somebody save me! I bought me. a poster on Amazon for two dollars. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a crazy busy month, so just follow me on Twitter at Sassy Mama in LA, and you can follow. I'm going to Pixar Ooh. for Toy Story Four. I'm going to be doing Star Wars Celebration coverage. Ooh. I'm going to be doing coverage for Endgame and Killing Eve and mm. Game of Thrones, and it's a very tiring to think about. But follow yeah. me there. <laughs> All right, now comes the time to return yeah. to our trivia question that we asked earlier. Uh, so as a reminder, the loser, as decided by our judges, will have to uh, draw from the gift of shame and uh, have their foolishness uh, broadcast to the world uh, for all of us to judge and laugh at. Uh, so, Maude, if you could remind us of the, the question. The question is, which 80s movie spawned six sequels and a TV series? Oh, this counts, yeah. Well, first up, Eric wrote The Land Before Time. Is that 80s? Oh, Was it a TV no, series? It well, I mean, it started in the yeah, 90s. Right. 91, I believe okay, I had the Sarah um, toy. Maude said Batman, which might... Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> kind of several well, TV series there. Um, the Police Academy, <laughs> says Yolanda. Police Academy. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't know that many oh. sequels. And... Sam says Tremors and Terminator. Yeah. You just did two, did you? Are they part I of the same I universe? I said I was going to say two because Tremors and had a show and it had like seven to eight sequels. You get one guess. I think Tremors Terminator. had five Yeah, which one are you going to go with? They, they went back in time They with Jamie Kennedy and then they have another one. The Terminator might be up. Yeah. I could be wrong. I have Terminator did have a series. Up. Sarah Connor Chronicles. And they're yeah. on six. They did not have six sequels, so I'm wrong about that. How Terminator. many Batman movies have there been since the 80s? More than like six. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There's a few. 
Well, well, the correct answer. The correct answer is Police Academy. Oh, well oh. done. I didn't realize there were that many Police Academy Pace movies. Pace to be old, guys. Yeah. <laughs> who's the furthest wrong? Yeah. That's who's the best the way to ask that Who's the least right? <laughs> yeah, who's the least right? Shout out to Tremors a lot in this episode, mainly from me. <laughs> well, I mean, Sam's put off. two answers, and we've never been allowed to put two I, answers. I, so that's just blatant. Breakfast. That's blatant and cheating. I, no judge said <laughs> no. <laughs> I no judge said no. <laughs> That's no just, judge said no. That's just cheating, really. And no really, judge said no. Spiritually, Tremors is closer to Police Academy oh, no, than either of your guys. Sam, I'm driving this bus, running. Like I'm throw, not throwing you onto it. I'm driving it. No, I'm gonna hit you. You're not the judge. They are. You just read the question. I did. I felt very powerful doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Batman has had. Batman's just playing to your. But your, it started your, the in the 80s, like. and it definitely. It started had, in the, like the 40s. Yeah, it's not people, and it's not a show. Fair enough. Okay, so I lose. <laughs> I'm trying for the gift poor, of shame. Poor this one says men only on it. Boy. So can't do this. <laughs> Just a boy. Uh, okay. Uh, well, those. this is what I have to do. Uh, yeah. You know, why am I explaining? I and I begin every video by saying, hi, I'm Eric Voss, and it's ridiculous because you know who I am. Uh, it's just like if I walked in a room and said, hi, no, I'm Eric Voss. No, they expected yell at me. Uh, okay. Well, those nipple tassels aren't going to spin themselves, <laughs> is what it says. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here I go. All right. Um, so, uh, Yolanda, as our uh, winner, you're going to read our goodbyes uh, while I do this. And... Uh, uh, so you can just read uh, this starting now. There you go. So, uh, thank you for watching or listening to this week's episodes of New Rockstars Debrief. I want to thank our hosts, Maud Garrett at Maud Garrett, Sam Basher at Sam Basher, and Eric Voss at E.A. Voss, and special guest, me, Yolanda Machado, Sassy Mama in LA. Remember that this is available in audio and video form. Videos at youtube.com slash new rock stars and you can get the audio anywhere you get your podcast <laughs> but if you use the himalaya app you can actually leave comments on the podcast and it supports the show directly comment and tweet us at new rock stars like this video or podcast share it around and subscribe to rock stars for deep dives into the stuff you love See you next week. Well, maybe not me. Bye bye. Bye guys. <laughs> Thanks, Yolanda, our winner of my this week. Now. 